Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! All the way from Gloucester in England, the RV is talking to Louise Gregory today. She's a mother of two, has an extensive background in psychology, and is the co-author of the book It's Not Never. So, Louise, welcome! Hello, thank you for having me on board. Yes, of course, it's always wonderful to go to England. So, Louise, can you tell us more about your background in psychology? Oh, yeah, I've been studying psychology since I was at college, so since I was um, 16. Um, and I, I loved it from the start and ended up... Um, taking two degrees in psychology uh, when I was first at university and um, then I had a job for a while which I thought might use my psychology degree but it didn't and years later I realized just how much I missed it and then I did another degree a master's degree in occupational psychology which is psychology of the workplace so how do people um, work best uh, work what sort of environment do they work best in and and I just love it and and I, I now I use my psychology um every day and it's been so helpful as a writer using that background really thinking about um your character's motivation um what might have happened in their background uh really one of the things I think um authors um, don't always get right is is giving characters really consistent personalities so characters might do things um, that are different to what you might expect but there's always a reason and when I was writing uh, with my writing partner and something happened I would I would always say why why are they doing this why are they saying this what's driving them and that's what psychology does it, it asks why people do what they do um, and, I, and I just love it. Yeah that's a very good combination yeah psychologist and writer. <laughs> Absolutely. And Louise, did you always want to be a writer? Uh, I, I think I would always have liked to have been a writer. I used to write when I was, was at school, but I don't think I ever had the confidence to think that someone like me could be a writer. I didn't have contacts. I wasn't in the know. Um, I didn't know how to. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't uh, have someone who could help cheer me along until NGK came along who was one of my best friends and was already um, an experienced writer um, and sort of saw something in me because I used to write blogs 
and uh, kept asking me to write with him and eventually we we did it and having his confidence really helped me get to the finish line really did yeah i think having a that having a partner to write a book must be very interesting because some ideas come up and then you can you know talk about that and yeah i think it's it's very good and as you said you co-wrote a book called it's not never with ndk and yeah. can you tell us quickly what this book is about yeah so it's not never um, above all else it's a love story and um, that's it that's its primary purpose it's, it's a love story but it's a love story between two astronauts who um, aren't really allowed to fall in love because they're about to go on the first mission to Mars and, and it, it, uh, it's not allowed for astronauts to have relationships when they're on a mission together. So the story is about how their friendship grows into, into love, but then they try and hold it back because it's not allowed and they're constantly balancing up their duty and safety and their really strong feelings for one another. So the story is essentially a, a, a love conflict. And their romance started in space? No, they're so um, it starts when they meet at university. So we see a little bit of their life beforehand and them preparing to, they don't know they're going to go to Mars in the beginning of the book. And it's a lifetime ambition for both of them. So we see as uh, that becomes a reality for them. And actually the trip to Mars is a really tiny part of, of the book, the, the bit on Mars. Um, it's more about how they live in these close quarters and with their crew and how they mentally prepare for it. Um, we just really, we, we really wanted to write a love story. We wanted to write a smart love story, a love story that was interesting and, and uh, had, a, had a really unusual setting. Yeah, it's very unusual. And I read that your background in psychology, coaching and team dynamics was used to create multi-layered characters correct yeah as i said before it's really important to consider the motivation and not just of your primary characters uh, there's there's a crew that they're with um there's there's a mentor um in their um in the book there are they have family and each person in the book has their own background story and has their own reason for why they're like like they are and i think if you if you explore that um, you get real life characters rather than characters that are just flat on, on the page. And it's important to do that for all, for all the characters in the book. Louise, I know that one of your characters is Jessica. Yes. Jessica. Yes. And she's a strong woman. Yeah. And what is the importance to you to write strong female characters? It was so important to me. Um, I I have two children. They're aged uh, 11, 10, sorry, 10 and 14. And they're both really independent. And, and I'm independent. I was brought up by a single mother myself who was really independent. Um, and I always really believed that we all needed to stand on our own two feet. And, and uh, although my children don't have the life that I grew up with, I still think it's important they can do all the things that that I do and I just think it's important particularly in love stories where women are often quite passive and submissive I really wanted Jessica to have agency and and it wasn't just important to me it was important to NGK even as a man writing the book um when 
you know, when the characters sort of discovered their love for each other, um, it was important that he, the, the male character, John, never pressurized her, never grabbed her, never, it, it, we really wanted it to be a really respectful relationship. And so not just the relationship, but, but there are women all over this book. Um, there's a, the crew are, are over half women, um, there's another, um, you know, the, the woman's the commander, so she's in charge. There's another woman in charge. It was really important that we didn't just default to men. And in fact, at the end, when um, we mentioned the American president, we mentioned the American president being a woman. I just really wanted women to start being the default instead of men always being default, particularly in a um, in a STEM kind of environment where you've got science and technology where um, men so often um, are at the forefront but it was the women behind um, you know when you had the space race it was the women computers literal human computers who did the work to put people in space and I don't know if you've seen um, in the news recently Wally Funk who is 82 is going to be um, the oldest woman going to space when she accompanies Jeff Bezos in his um, Blue Origin um, uh, ship, uh, the first kind of like tourist ship to space. Um, and she was part of what was called the Mercury 13. So when they first started training up astronauts, they only trained male astronauts. NASA didn't have anything to do with women astronauts. So there was this privately funded group of women astronauts who went through all of the same tests that, that men did. Um, and they passed all of these tests and men neglected, uh, the NASA neglected the women in this program. Um, it damaged them because actually um, Russians were the first to put a woman in space. I think it was 1963. They put a woman in space called Valentina. And that's why um, there's a character in our book, um, the pilot of the spaceship, who's also called Valentina after the first woman in space. So it was just important to us across the board that we had really strong women throughout, um, throughout this book. Yeah, this is so important to give these examples in the books. I agree. And Louise, I chose a quote for you from Albert Einstein. He says, intelligent life on other planets. I'm not even sure there is on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny one, yeah. So do you, Louise, believe there is life on other planets? So it's a weird question because life or intelligent life, I, I don't know. Um, but I think it would be madness to think there isn't. If you just think of how, how big the, the universe is, um, the, the chance of there not be uh, just, just seems so small. I, I think that just, just by playing by the odds, there must be some sort of life on other planets. It just depends how you define the idea of life. And we have a very, you know, a, a, a quite a narrow definition of that. So, so, yes, I do believe there must be somewhere. I agree with you. Louise, how did you research for this book? Because it's, it's a theme that not all of us are very used to it was a it's a great question and it was so much fun uh when ngk and i were picking 
the setting for our book we deliberately picked space because it was a topic that we were both really fascinated by so we knew we would enjoy researching it so we did all kinds of things I mean from just watching movies like The Martian and Apollo 13 there's there's a bit sort of um sort of nearest to the end where things get a bit precarious and the scene was almost literally taken. I watched Apollo the scene in Apollo 13 and almost copied that that scene. Um, I read some amazing books, including one book called um, Packing for Mars. I can't remember who it's by, but it's a really fantastic book, which basically asks some really funny questions about what you can and can't do um, in space and on Mars, some quite rude questions as well. So that was a really funny book. Um, I also read NASA reports as well. So. And there's an instant in the book where one of the characters um, gets into a bit of trouble um, on a spacewalk. Um, they get water in their helmet and that's based on a real life event. And NASA are fantastic because they post everything, like all of their, almost, I mean, I'm sure they hide stuff, but they post so much stuff on their website for everyone to see. Um, and they had the report from this incident where an, where an astronaut got water in a helmet and nearly drowned. Um, and I read that whole report and used it to build up um, this scene in my book. I enjoyed the research so much. Re I enjoyed every, and I was researching like bizarre things, like what does lubricant smell like? All sorts of things like that. Uh, amazing. I really, I really, really enjoyed the research. I just read lots and, and watched films and I watched YouTube videos on how um, spaceships re-enter the Earth's atmosphere so this it's, it's so there's such an amazing amount of stuff out there it is and when I lived in central Florida on the coast I experienced looking a rocket being launched from Cape Canaveral while I was comfortably sitting on my balcony that was unbelievable oh my gosh so oh my God, I would never forget it you have to see it once in life oh, yes Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And Louise, I saw you and NJK were friends for a long time before becoming writing partners. So maybe that also helps a lot. You mentioned something that I love as a mother of a daughter myself, that you are very independent and that you are raising your two girls to be independent as well. What is your best advice for raising independent young girls? Gosh, that's a really great question. Um, and I think I get it wrong all the time. Um, first, I think you have to 
it's important to set boundaries for all kids they need something to push against but you've got to let them be who they want to be so my children my two girls um from the minute they could choose they've only worn boys clothes only boys clothes they're more comfortable they don't have stupid writing all over them um they just much prefer them and um and I've never I've never said anything um I've always let them choose whatever they wanted to wear my youngest daughter wears a cap um for about 20 hours a day she's not allowed to wear it in bed but she's very shy she's very private and the cap is her um comfort blanket and so I think it's really important to let them do that and again my um my eldest daughter's 14 um and um she asked me the other day and this is where we're getting sort of uh you know puberty and stuff she said can I shave my legs mum and and I said and so I it is exactly what I said I said I thank you for asking she didn't have to ask I said I really want you to think about why you're doing it I gave her a bit of a feminist lecture um, which she expects from me you know I said you know society asks us to do these things and it's okay if you want to do that but I really want you to think about why you're doing it is it pressure from your peers is it pressure from boys is it something you really want to do and I think she's probably still too young to to know that yet but I think it's important that she starts asking that question and then of course in the end I said it's your body you can do what you want with it which is which I think is the right answer but I felt like I had to ask her those questions in advance because even if they're too complex for her now to really think about it, I want her to to think about them when she's older and know that I was always there instilling these real feminist um, uh, values in her that she can do whatever she wants if she chooses it and she has complete agency over her own choices and her own body. That's the utmost important to me. Like again, like I don't make my kids hug me if they don't want to or kiss me. They have complete ownership of their own body and particularly for all children but particularly for girls that's really important to instill in them yeah this was a very good advice and louise you are also an avid runner and are completing a second half marathon in september wow i wish i could participate on a marathon what or who is your greatest motivator Oh my goodness. Um, so first I should say that I'm not fast at all. I run really slowly. Um, actually, so I don't have inspiration from a sports perspective, but what was a real, ter- I've run on and off for about 20 years. I used to make myself run when, uh, when I was younger because I felt fat and because I wanted to get, uh, not because I wanted to get healthier, because I wanted to get thinner, which was really not a great reason to do it and um for years and years I would run as a sort of punishment oh you've eaten a donut you must go for a run you've eaten back and what really changed when I stopped punishing my body and started going wow look what you can do so instead of forcing myself to run really fast or really far I just said run run as long as you want to um, and as fast as you want to and that's all okay And it really shifted from hating it to actually loving it. I really love running um, because I'm just amazed at what my body can do. And it's no longer a punishment. And that was a real turning point for me. And it's very therapeutic as well. I think like when I feel so happy. (laughs) Yeah. And do you know what? I've solved so many plot problems on my run. Like I would run. 
and then I'd get home and I'd message NGK and go I've thought of this really great scene and I would have sorted it all out while I was running so yeah it's, it, it's so good in so many ways but people should never beat themselves up over not doing it or doing it but doing it slowly or how they look whether they're red in the face whether they look because no one no one cares you know it's it, it's it's just good to be a bit healthier and give yourself a bit of extra time in the world and give yourself a bit of headspace. Yes, I agree. And back to NJK, you said that he is very romantic, yeah? <laughs> Actually, way more than you are. And I saw in your book the phrase, love happens when you least expect it. Yeah. So do you agree with it? Like, do you believe that certain things are meant to happen or is just a coincidence i think it's a bit of both i think um things happen um because of coincidence because of luck and also things happen because we create them um like uh, one of the things i think i said to you is that i so i grew up um in, in quite a poor family so we so we had we had no money i had a single parent and um I I didn't have very many opportunities and I like to think I've come quite a long way and some of that is because I've worked really hard um and so in that way it's not luck I I've done it through hard work but what got me out of it is that I was born I'm, you know I'm, I'm I'm a reasonably smart woman um and so I'm quite bright I'm a quick learner that's complete luck You know, I didn't ask for that. I didn't earn that. I'm very lucky. So I think it's really important that in life we balance that belief that um, things happen to us out of our control, but also we have some control and we can create opportunities. So anyone who says, um, no, I got here because of all my hard work is not um, paying attention to the sometimes the luck they've had. But anyone who says, oh, I was just really lucky probably doesn't pay enough attention to the opportunities they've created for themselves. I agree so much with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not only a matter of uh, hard work, because many people work so hard and they don't reach their goal. Absolutely. And actually having children is a really good example of that, because I think when you have children, you realize a little bit of it is down to you. And so much of it is just how they're born. You, you can't you have some control and it's important to remember that um, but you don't have complete control um, over what happens to you in life no we don't louise your book has so many good reviews on amazon and i was reading them and i really think that it's a beautiful love story and i am looking forward to reading your book And I would like to know if you are going to keep writing, what is next for you? Oh, yeah, thank you. I mean, the reviews have just blown us away. I think um, when you're writing, you it's hard to think past, you know, the paper and then the next stage and publishing it in the next stage. And I was preparing myself for bad reviews. I was really worried about that. I hadn't prepared myself for how gorgeous it was to to read people say I can't stop thinking about your book or um this book has broken me in fact we had one um in one person on Instagram who who sent out a message saying I just can't write a review at the moment and if you're the authors don't even message me for 24 hours I can't cope with it they were so they're getting a nice way they were so 
emotionally overwrought by the book. They were like, don't even talk to me. You've broken me. You, you need to at least send me chocolate and wine because you've done this to me. The reviews have been amazing. Um, as for what's next, um, I mean, I, I, you know, I've got the bug. I, I, you know, I, I, I love, I love this now. I love every part of it, the writing, the promotion, um, uh, the working with someone. So um, NGK and I, we, we are continuing to write together. I think we are such a great partnership. Um, we, he is an amazing storyteller. Like he just comes up with the most amazing ideas. And when he writes, he writes like a movie in his head. Lots of people have said, it's not never sounds like it should be a movie. And I think it should be a movie too, but that's because of NGK. He writes like he sees it. Whereas I'm the one who puts the, puts, puts the words around it. So we just have a really great partnership. Um, currently I'm helping him with some of the projects that he's had um, uh, since before we started. So helping him get those, um, to get those published. And then we're gonna start um, our next book, which is gonna be completely different. And um, we're gonna write a whodunit. We really want to write a, a, a mystery. And we think that'll be really, really exciting. But we're already talking about book three, um, which we'd want, like to write another love story. So um, we're so excited to be writing together. And what's great when you write with a partner is um, you, you take it in turn. So we did the writing together, but I did a lot of the editing um, and then he did a lot of the formatting and then his expertise is marketing. So we just each, we kind of, we, it's kind of like tag tennis, you know, we, we pitch the ball to each other and, and take it in turn. I think it's the best partnership. And Louise, where can our listeners connect with you online? So um, it's not never, um, it's available um, on Amazon. Um, and I know not everyone agrees with Amazon, but as an independent publisher, um, there aren't many avenues in which to start off. So you can get it on Kindle and Amazon, but our book's also available um, on Barnes and Noble, um, if you're in the US, um, on the Waterstones website, if you're in the, the UK, and we hope to get it in, in bookshops, request it at your library, wherever you can, wherever you can find it. Um, and where you can find me, I'm always, always on social media. So I am on Instagram as um, Louise Gregory author, and I am on Twitter as Lou Gregory Books. So you can usually find me on there. Okay, very good. And you are my friend on Instagram, and I'm going to add you yes. on Twitter, and you will be inside of my RV. So yes, cool. I love it. And I hope NJK can come next time for the next I'll book. have to drag him along. That's what he likes. That's, that's one of the reasons he likes working the partnership. He likes to send me out to do all the interviews because I just love talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Louise, thank you very much. Always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fantastic. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.